welcome everybody to another wonderful week in the world of the Alpha Sports. Yes. And I put high, high emphasis. Oh my. All wonderful. Yes. yes. Doesn't it feel amazing? It's been amazing. Truly. Truly. Sun is bright. We are blessed. Waters are blue. <laughs> Birds are chirping. Yes, Grass sir. is green. Yes, Everything is amazing on our end here in the RSPN studios. We have Jeff secluded somewhere very nice. Not going to give the details <laughs> on the locations until everything close? with his Rico gets uh, settled out, sorted out. No, nah, man. But things got a little scary last week, Jeff. I ain't going to lie. It was, cra- it was crazy over here, man. Honestly. It's kind of wild. It's kind of close to home a little bit. Not that I'm involved in any way. But I'm just saying, like, it was crazy. Absolutely 100% not. We are giving full detail and disclosure for any law enforcement that might be listening right now. There is no involvement whatsoever. We got got feds listening to RSP? I don't think so. I feel like this is, like, a real nigga circle right here. Like, there's, like, a barrier if you try to listen to it and you're not, like, real. Like, that just kind of kick you. So it just starts fuzzing out. Yeah. Muffled, yeah. Well, muffled mics. If there was a way the podcast had, had that type of technology, I think that yeah, would be, be uh, crazy. I think that would be very amazing to try and would, determine would a whole Paul bunch be of able to listen things. to us. Yes, he. Yes, he would. And, and, and we're not. We're not being that podcast this week. All right. I know. I, I had to at least just get a little something out though. No, no, no. I know. I know you want to set. I know you want to set the jabs up right what's now. Going on, Jeff man? was. Jeff was taking a look at what uh, LeBron James was just doing a couple of minutes ago for this Q and A. Our only five He's minutes so we're going to dedicate to LeBron James this week. He's so it's selfish. Not selfish. It's not selfish. He's chilling. We get a night off. Sometimes a much needed night off from the league. It happens every now and then. It's been a lot of high pressure stuff going on, and it's fun. But sometimes you need a little night off. And here go Brian, want to do a Q and A. You know, probably ask. Let him get it off. Let him get it off during Raw. Nobody's gonna press him. Yeah, yeah, that too. Like Usos are on, and you want to take do a Q and A? Come on, man. (laughs) Nobody's gonna press on you, man. man. Come on, man. You doing this doing raw, bro? I can understand if it was if it was Heat Celtics tonight, Mm -hmm. and he was doing a Q and A. I would be furious, but. It's not, you know. He's taking a Monday night. Everything's cool. Everything's calm. Everything's, yeah, yeah. you know, That's just kicking good, back. Good, good for Braun, man. Good for Braun, bro. There's a lot of people that are going to be kicking back in these next couple of days. That that um, I have the 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 most opportune fortune <laughs> to talk about. Yeah. On RSPN this week, but I won't go too hectic yet. You 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 sound relaxed. You sound calm, man. I know you had a I'm little cool. bit of jet lag. You were you were I'm out cool. and about, right? I've had uh, how, how, how much sleep wedding, have I man? had today? How was the wedding? Wedding was insanely amazing. That's awesome, man. That's Long awesome. Beach was beautiful. It looked beautiful. It looked beautiful. I wish I could have been there, honestly. I've got how much sleep did I get today? I got in at like wow. eight o'clock. Wow. The PS the uh, the PST and the EST fucked me all up. Wow. Hey, I had to get at least a good eight plus hours. I think like I'm. I think I'm shit, all right. Really. This is like normal want, mark shit. Like, no, it's not. The yeah, only normal yeah. mark part about shit is, is I, I just don't ever want to drink again. That's all. I every every now and then, Mark could take a flight from Fort Lauderdale to Miami just because he got something to do in Miami. He don't want to drive. Huh? Uh, all right. So now, so now we're just doing full fledged lies. Things I've heard. Things I've heard. Hashtag full fledged slander. Full fledged lies, yeah. which is an NBA staple <laughs> within these uh, past couple of days. But I'm cool with it, man. Amen. Gotta let some of these things rock. <clears throat> I thought there was portions of this that people found entertaining. And especially in a second round series of the second round series, we have had second round series now over. Shout out to the four teams that we do have. We have a final believe four in our way to an NBA championship. Yeah. 
Very exciting. Very, very exciting. Especially the teams that are there. I think um, it still works for a really good NBA postseason. I know we had a lot of people, oh, Bron, it's so different without Bron, you know, but this has been truly exciting. And I think social media has taken, I, every year I feel like I, I, I say this, but social media takes like another level being involved in the NBA and like it just mm-hmm. makes it better. You know, I think probably the aspect of players being more vocal than usual uh, is really starting to pop off this year. So that's really, really crazy. I mean, we have moments where I know Bron sometimes would tap in on a tweet and say something about a game, but now sometimes he's tweeting through the whole games like us, you know, or uh, mm-hmm. we have players like John Morant who are tweeting after the game and then they're going against another player who he's facing. We saw with Pat Bev. So I think it's just like this, this postseason has been really, really, really good, bro. So in, in the four teams we got left, I mean, obviously, I know you're very happy about it. My bracket is not broken, so I'm happy about it. Um, but yeah, man, how you feeling, man? Miami Heat. I'm I'm very happy. These things I love when things and things being more so like wrenches get thrown into the plans mm-hmm. of a lot, a lot of NBA fans. Because even from last summer, <clears throat> Lakers and Nets as our NBA Finals gone. Yeah, Suns Bucks Part Two is your backup. <laughs> No, yeah, we yeah. wanted Warriors and the Suns in the Western Conference Finals. Not happening. Right. Sixers finally making their conference finals. Uh-uh. <laughs> Everything that people have wanted and tried yeah. to call out very early, just based on projections of last season in the NBA, have fell short. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy, but that's kind of the way of the world in the NBA this year. Um, and I think Going into next season, it'll I'll have a little bit of caution, like really trying to depict what's going to happen, uh, because I really didn't see it like this, especially uh, these these last two game sevens. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I say this with the most, the utmost respect possible. Mm-hmm. These types of things happening makes me realize: does anybody really know anything? No. Did yeah. anybody really call all that's, this? That's the Every, love, though. Everybody the love. is enjoying this as a fan and providing a decent amount of their opinion Mm -hmm. towards all of these types of things. Athlete, fan, analyst, writer, YouTuber, uh, uh, TikToker, Instagrammer, all of the things from an NBA social media perspective that other sports outlets and other sports uh, companies Mm -hmm. want, need in their discussion and social. Yeah. In an easy way, too. In an easy way. You can be you can be a casual fan, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Like and you're still involved in this and you kind of still feel like you're a part of something. And I know, you know, we can we can judge people like that, too, or we can just like respect it and kind of just like take their opinion for what it is. And I think that's why everyone is involved. Men, women, white, black, whatever, like. Everyone's just locked into these games, and it just makes a really good conversation, some really good opinions, and sometimes some really bad opinions, but it's all there for you, though. It makes all of this exciting. Our final four teams end up being a team that many, including us, have said that their championship window is long gone Mm -hmm. with the Golden State Warriors. We have a team who has a star that I think a lot of us could see that he's going to be something really amazing in this league very soon. But there was a huge boulder on his back yeah. as to whether or not he can even get Dallas out of the first round. It's tough, and man. now it has completely changed to where he is in his first conference finals. You have a team that was one of the more difficult teams to talk about in 2021. 
more trade stuff that a lot of fans were just bothered by. Mm-hmm. And then they switched the entire, flipped the entire switch in the year of 2022 yeah. and make their way as <clears throat> I think a lot of people's uh, picks for finals contention once they started seeing that a lot of the other boats that they were on end up being a little bit messy within the Boston Celtics. And then you have the Miami Heat. Go ahead, talk about it, man. Give me give me a little extra. I don't know. Here's give me the thing a about extra, man. I mean, I know you're happy. I know you expected this as well. So like I can tell you're very relaxed. You don't have any I told you so's because you already I think you expected this, right? That's the thing the about I'm getting from you right now. The thing about extra is I have had a lot of interest in the Miami Heat's 2022 season to let these types of things play out. Mm-hmm. I was fully, fully on deck for what happened in 2021, right. especially following the 2020 season. And now we have a series that has been one of the most storied rivalries in the Eastern Conference in a decent amount of time between the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. Had a lot of questions asking me within the past week, who would I prefer? <clears throat> Between the Milwaukee Bucks, between the Boston Celtics, I personally would have loved to send Giannis to hell. Mm-hmm. Would have been enamored True seeing that the Miami Heat right could knock the Milwaukee Bucks out on the way to making their way back to the NBA Finals, their second NBA Finals in three years. That would have been amazing. Do you but, feel like? Do you feel like that's like the in the perfect world situation there? If that would have happened, no. But Absolutely you, not. So you still feel, you, know what? you still feel solid with Boston. Yeah, because one team showed up, the other team didn't. That's true. You had you had your opportunity. Yeah. You laughed all season. <laughs> Fifty piece nuggets. Everybody was hilarious. Yeah. Everybody was hilarious. Dad jokes every fucking night. <laughs> Everybody's hee heeing and haw hawing because they expected that this was going to be a cakewalk for the Milwaukee Bucks to make their way back into NBA Finals contention mm-hmm. and face whoever it is on the other side of the Western Conference. Whether or not people wanted Bucks Suns Part Two, whether or not people have believed that the Golden State Warriors, once everybody gets healthy and everybody was good and Clay comes back and yada yada yada, once all that got situated, people wanted Bucks Warriors as well. But out of that situation, one team showed up, the other team didn't. And there's going to be conversation on why and how context matters in the case between Heat and the Sixers compared to the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics. Injury is going to be a part that I think a lot of people are going to get tired of discussing because at a certain point, and especially through Bucks head coach Mike Budenholzer, Summed it up very perfectly. Nobody fucking cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody is going to feel sorry for the Milwaukee Bucks. No. Fewer no. people will feel sorry for the Philadelphia 76ers because these things are things that happen within the postseason. Do they change certain portions? Possibly. There might be other pieces of your team that could obviously help. In Philadelphia's case, I think a lot of fans were expecting more help from the person that they added next to Joel Embiid as a comparison of Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal to get a little bit more offense than what they had normally got within that series. And they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. I was 100% okay in Philadelphia and Miami being a clean two and two slate because I knew whatever happened afterward, it's equal. It's a level playing field. You gave Joel Embiid all of the props that you wanted to. You gave James Harden all of the props that you wanted to within that. 
Game five came. All of a sudden, I had to hear, "Wow, is Embiid sick? Wow, Bam is uh, <laughs> Bam is really locking that up." Rolled my eyes, right. ignored. Game as you six, should, as you should. they got booed on their that. home floor. Now you get to enjoy. Probably, I would like to say, is going to be one of the most enjoyable defensive series that we are going to see in this entire playoffs between the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. And what's best about it is that there's history between it. 2020 was no more than two years ago, was a great series within that as well. Mm -hmm. Luckily for Boston's case, they did not have to deal with any forms of allegations of this being just bubble performance, of this being things that are 100% not going to happen outside of Orlando, Florida. Miami had to take on account of that. And thankfully, I think in most eyes right now, that is slowly, slowly dwindling away because Miami Heat ended up being the only one seed that we have that still remains within the NBA playoffs as of right now. And within Boston's case, although, yes, they definitely returned their way to uh, the conference finals, one of the many conference finals that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have uh, been able to enjoy together in their tenure in the Boston Celtics. It adds another wrinkle to huge, huge stories that have happened between these two teams. Now it's almost like from an Eastern conference perspective, you're going to start looking at those that favor over these two Western conference teams. And we're going to be talking about the Golden State Warriors and the Dallas Mavericks on how they have um, ended their series within the second round and made their ways into the NBA playoffs as well. But I think a lot of people are looking at these heat and Celtic series and are probably going to find a favorite within one of these two, because these are two dominant defensive teams that mm. are going to fight not only tonight, but through the remainder of this next week, going into next week, when we have to talk about it on RSPN, um, getting closer to the NBA Finals. This is going to be something that I'm going to enjoy a whole lot. Maybe even, maybe, I'm not going to say 100% because there's still a lot of petty in me. <laughs> All right. But I might enjoy this more than a Heat and Bucks series. Unfortunately I think, I think for Milwaukee. Potential. I think there's potential for that, bro. Honestly, I think the with having players – being, you know, you're not being sure how many points they can score on any given night when it comes to, you know, the 40 points, the 50 points. You got players on both sides that could really put it there. And then, you know, on your side, man, you, you never know what it's going to look like from the three. You know, you might have Hero come out, drop 30 on you, and that's that's an entire issue. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a, a hell of a series. Probably, I'll probably be more tapped in. I'm more excited for this series, mostly off of you, too, because I'm going to be paying attention to you a lot during this one. Uh, because it is the Celtics, and I know this is something that has to get done here. Like it's not a it's not a series you want to lose either side. Oh, absolutely not. Boston yeah, wants to make sure that they can Just make their reputation. way. Like this is tough. Like yeah, with this run, Boston really does want to see what Jason and Jalen end up or have the opportunity to produce. I would say in a finals type of situation. If you look at it from a league perspective, we were a step away from it from a league perspective, and just be like, okay, um, out of these four teams, you know, you can make different. <clears throat> You can make different storylines of what you would like to see within an NBA Finals. I think Boston and Golden State would more than likely excite a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, Boston and Dallas would be fairly interesting. I think that ends up, you know, producing a brand new NBA champion that I don't think anybody at the beginning of the season would have been able to call as that being our finals, um, our two finals teams. And then you have the difference. Between the Miami Heat going up against the Golden State Warriors 
in the NBA Finals, which would be fairly exciting. Be massive. I think that'd be and massive. And then if there is Miami Heat and the Dallas Mavericks, that would be that would be interesting too, especially for you and I going forward on this show. There is still pain in my heart. <laughs> yeah, that would that would be special. That would be special. I, hey, man, I don't want to hear no complaints. That's all I'm saying. This is this is really incredible. I think you have you have a team in here like the Mavs, who I don't think anybody really was calling it except for maybe Mav fans, and that's no disrespect. It was just the situation didn't look on this level of making the conference finals. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they look like a good team at times, uh, but as far as like. We know Luke is special, so we also knew anything could happen. But man, I'm also thinking about like repercussions of losing. I feel like I feel like the narrative would be different for the Heat uh, if if you guys lose this series. Because for Boston, I think the narrative changes a little bit. I think you know something has to change. I mean, because they've been in this situation before and not been able to push through. I think you guys, I say the Heat. You know, you guys is in the Heat. I think your situation is a little bit different. I think you keep it pushing. You keep adding players. I don't think nothing negative happens to your your team narrative. You know what I'm saying? So, and then the Mavs, yeah, I don't know if they're supposed to be here. So they already have a victory in this right now, like just being in this position. And we know where the Warriors are. So I think that's what makes this so so special, like these four teams so special in this situation. Well, Miami-wise, if they end up, if it ends up being a situation where Boston, you know, has the offensive pieces that just make it I mean, if they very mop, y'all. You know, yeah if thing. they make it if they make it very if they make it very dominant and i think from a from a boston perspective i oh god this is gonna feel so awkward to shoot them bail right now but it, these these are just, just drip the band-aid off because it, of the band-aid off i didn't get the opportunity to talk about or 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 hear a lot of the things that happened on first take undisputed any of the uh, nba today anything of that media today as i as you had noted I uh, was sleeping for (laughs) most of the day, but I truly do hope that credit was given to Boston for looking Kevin Durant in the eye and looking Giannis Antetokounmpo in the eye and taking them out of the NBA playoffs. I hope there is not anything revert. I hope that the takes that were being provided within the months of March, April, those things are not reversed. Those things are not brought back because, yes, the Brooklyn Nets, despite any of their circumstances, were still favorites to win an NBA championship. Bucks fans were talking heavy all fucking year <laughs> That's the as one to thing. why they have the best player be in the careful. league. As to why they are going to back to back and nobody in the East can stop them. Don't let it go to your head. Don't let it. It's too much. Don't let it go to your head. Because now when these things happen and now it's slander time, (laughs) what do I have to see in Reddit? What do I have to see in comments? Well, we won the title last year. Does it matter? No, you don't. Bring your ass back here and receive this slander. Nobody is bringing up the fact that the 2021 NBA championship was won by the Milwaukee Bucks. That is factual data. Yeah, but they're not even getting a chance to defend it. Has absolutely fucking nothing to do with the shit that you talked about. All year. If mm-hmm. Miami ends up losing the opportunity to fight for an NBA championship, it's going to go back to the same corny bullshit that has annoyed people in discourse about the Miami Heat for the past two years. Ah, well, told you 2020 was some bullshit. I told you <laughs> nothing was going to happen since that bubble happened. Yeah, and I can't even say that that's own fans. That is from the mouths of the fucking finals MVP last year. Yeah, yeah. 
January 18th, I'll even read it. Year seven, Antetokounmpo said he's reflected on his career mm. with the athletic and Eric Nem. It ended with Miami. I don't make excuses as an athlete, but it wasn't a satisfying year for me because I felt like if it was a normal situation, it wouldn't end up like that. But at mm. the end of the day, I felt like Miami Ouch. was built to be an NBA bubble team, you know? Wow. Shit was all laughs and giggles. Wow. I mean, I, yeah, I remember. Shit was all laughs and giggles. And as much as it disgusts me to do this now, <laughs> All the Lakers fans that were also making bubble jokes too, they're seeing the backlash of it. They're absolutely. seeing the backlash they, they of it. it. You're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely they right. are fighting it just as much as Heat fans have had to fight it for the past two years. But the yeah. difference is, out of all that laughter and out of all that bullshit, only one team has the opportunity to fight for an NBA championship out of those two situations. And it's not you. You no. can bring up the fact that you swept Miami last year. You can bring up the fact that the 2020 postseason might not have happened outside of having actual fans and all the other bullshit that you want to bring now, on it. Man. That's history now. You are at home with a TV guide. That's it. That was that's history. Stay at the crib. It's over. You are catching up on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You are catching up on Hulu. That's right. You are catching up on Amazon Prime. You're on your Spotify right now. Maybe Apple Music. Maybe Tidal. I would assume you're more of a Spotify guy. Mm. But you are out of all forms of conversation for the Milwaukee Bucks and their championship contention and you know what for the most part it's not even Giannis's fault do I think that he should still be slandered today more than how he has been for the past week possibly yeah I mean hey we all got hey whether you the face the new face or not you got to get it it happened to Braun plenty of times yes it's gonna happen to you too so you just got to be there to take it and come back next year and maybe win another one and we'll be quiet but now yeah everything the bubble the, the the sweep that's that's history now you're you're not there to, to even defend your your title i hope that boston gets as much props as possible for dropping off the milwaukee bucks yeah and winning two and in seven. a row yeah to be able to make sure that they cannot defend their nba championship whether or not you want to bring up chris middleton completely fine drew holiday brooke lopez mm-hmm. Bobby Portis, those are names that I think people are going to debate for these next couple of days and whether or not they should uh, continue to go forward with this team. I thought the omission of P.J. Tucker was ending up to be something that I think Bucks fans would probably miss compared to last season, compared to this season. And I I saw it pretty early, yo. Called him the intel for a specific reason. I called it for a specific reason and gave him that nickname because I knew if there was – an area where the Miami Heat were going to face the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA playoffs, you have a very pivotal piece of information from that championship team to give you all of the details that you need to make sure that 2021 between the Bucks and the Heat does not repeat itself. Yeah, yeah. That perimeter shooting that was complete ass from Milwaukee, maybe it'll be a little bit better with P.J., but now compared to – you could even bring up Houston. I think mm. Milwaukee, he was decent offensively. Obviously, from the perimeter, he was great for Milwaukee. But even on Miami right now, P.J. Tucker is a much different offensive player. But sure. you might have wanted, you might have wanted in Milwaukee's case. Granted, Chris Middleton's a pretty big miss if you end up uh, 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 losing a player that ends up being the focal point of your offense as far as point-wise, as far as the total number of points <clears throat> from time to time. All of that goes on to Giannis. Didn't have the opportunity to get it done. 
Boston makes their way to the conference finals, and if the Miami Heat end up making a way to beat the Boston Celtics in the conference finals, that conversation would also be pretty interesting because I, I think I think we just reset to what the conversation was at the beginning of this season, knowing that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are two amazing players for the Boston Celtics, but people want to be able to see Boston in an area where they um, are in finals contention, make their way to the NBA finals, mm-hmm. and most importantly, fight for another NBA championship because it's been a decent amount of time for Boston. It's been a little bit. It's a whole new era. They've had numerous new eras for Boston. And I think Celtics fans are very excited on how this can go. Again, amazing things that they have done in this postseason that should not be overlooked Mm -hmm. or underrated. Your two favorites in the Eastern Conference eliminated by the Boston Celtics. Very great, very great defensive team. Miami, Took a big name that people were giving credit and saying he's going to drop 30, 40 a night. You should look out for the Atlanta Hawks. Silence that. You played against Philadelphia. Joel Embiid gave you what he could to tie up this series and make it 2-2. He put up memes that were back up, yada, yada, yada. James Harden turned back the clock. You got plenty of good things from Danny Green. You got a couple of good things from all of those other shooters that Philadelphia also had as well to be able to make sure that those two games were one to make it a best of three series. It ended. It ended. It's over. That's it. It's not, I mean, there's nothing else. There's nothing else that I, I feel like even the route to get there for y'all. And and come on, I don't really know like why we keep going back to discrediting things that happened in the past years. There, I mean, there's no real asterisk next to anything. I mean, that's like all fan made type of shit or word of mouth type of shit. You know what you, what you guys have done is everything is legitimate. And it's not going to stop until until Miami wins an NBA championship. That's I know why I, know I sit That's back and just let all of this play out. Because as soon as you start bringing up a whole bunch of things and your grocery list as to why Miami is better than X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. gets labeled as homerism, gets labeled as favoritism, yeah. gets labeled as well, it didn't happen I mean, when it needed to in 2020. You've done so well, yeah, just, Mark. You've done yeah, well, just bro. sit back and play out. I let think I'm done all right. Let me let me say yeah, let me say this. I feel like especially on our show here, you've done really well. I think, you know, the type of year that both of our teams had, I think we've done okay as far as like the bias stuff and just being over the top. But you've had I, I've seen you had to defend yourself amongst some close friends. Oh, you know, man, I try to be put in a pack decent I, I, amount I, I've of seen it. I, I have seen it. I have seen it. I'm just saying, look, you guys have a really good team. I'm I'm Heat Nation right now. I'm locked in. You are Heat Nation. Lock me in, man. Lock me in, bro. Heat tape. I, the, put me heat. in. Put me in, Spo. <laughs> put me in, Spo. I'm all in, man. Heat tape. Are you trying to get the honorary heat legend, uh, the, the honorary heat legend tag that JJ Reddit gets? I don't know if you can get that tag. I'm, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get a. Hold on. I'm, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get a. The best. One of the best shooting guards ever, Dwayne Wade, to stamp me, man. I need a Miami Heat legend to stamp me, man. When have you ever said? Well, actually, you know what? I, I, I want. No, no, I want. Me? I won't go that. I won't go that far. Hey, I won't go that hey, far. Bro. I think you have given Dwayne Wade. Decent amounts no, of credit. No, we, we had some jokes about Wade in the past, but yeah. See? Yeah, yeah. See that? See? See niggas, see niggas like they jokes. That's what I'm saying. We've That's been what there. I'm... We've been there. This is season five, though. It's been a lot of growth, you know? So, but no, man, honestly, jokes aside, I I, I am actually rooting for y'all, mostly due to you, but the team is really good. I'm, I've, t- I've been saying this whenever I get to speak on the Heat because 
I like Mark to get his shit off, obviously, because he knows his team very, very well. But I always talk to you about coaching, you know, mm-hmm. and like I just think a lot a lot of your success is coming from that. Not that like the players aren't. I mean, we I mean, we owe a few of us owe some apologies to Jimmy Buck, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Butler. I think so. Is it, is it specifically you? Um, well, a lot of my reality on him was, <laughs> was <laughs> a lot of my reality on him was focused around what happened in Minnesota, you know? So like even, even my issues with him, it stemmed from like a different place. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there were times where like, I didn't, I didn't even want to be involved in like, like in whatever he was doing was like, cool, whatever. Like he's a great player. We all know that, but it didn't work out. And then there was obviously shenanigans that I felt like kind of tore up the locker room a little bit, but that's neither here nor there because we are where we are now and you guys are where you are. So we're both in a better place. But, uh, hey, Jimmy Butler, man, I apologize, bro. You look great out there. You look like a leader, man. You like a franchise player. I can't believe I got to say that, but you like a franchise player, man. Well, I do want to talk about – Heat Nation, man. I do want to talk about past influence and how that affects uh, takes because not only from a fan perspective mm-hmm. does that happen. It also happens – from fans that are also athletes that are also within the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. That have affected Oof, what we have seen boy. for these past couple of years. You've already heard Adam Silver say it more than enough. Hey, social media is stressing these niggas out, boy. It might not have been ver- it might not have been verbatim. Hey man. That's exactly what he said. No, no, he said it just like that. He did? Um y'all, man, bro. It doesn't matter how much money you have or how talented you are. You know, some guys are just insecure just naturally. It's okay. Like, it just is what it is. And not just that. Like, people be saying some wild shit on here, you know? But, so, you're going to retaliate. But my thing is, when it comes from the athlete's perspective on the games that we are watching, yes, mm-hmm. we jump on Twitter, hee hee ha ha, yeah. uh, whether our jokes are actual tongue-in-cheek or whether they actually have some truth to them. We end up being labeled as the fan, whereas the athlete has to be a little bit more considerate, a little bit more careful because there is a circle, there is a bond, and all the mess. And I'm mad, mad, mad at it because I am not a part of that bond. I am not a part of that circle. But I thought we had made it fairly clear within these past couple of months that when the jokes are rocking, The jokes are rocking. There was plenty, and I'm shooting bail to bet again. Make sure that Sixers fans, Nets fans, make sure y'all know that I'm shooting Ben bail again. (laughs) When I heard everything that had came yesterday after the elimination of the Phoenix Suns, 64-win team Mm -hmm. against the Dallas Mavericks, a lot of NBA fans that were watching the series said, let's wrap this up. We've got Suns Warriors to watch. I'd like to enjoy it. Chris Paul's getting a whole bunch of props. Devin Booker is getting a whole bunch of props. You should have put them in your MVP campaigns, yada, yada, yada. And that continued up until game six and game seven, where not only did the entire narrative change, but the Phoenix Suns got absolutely banged. They folded like lawn chairs. By Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks. Luka, he was giving us that, that real preview, what we've been waiting for. Of his stardom. Yeah, seriously. It's what everyone's been, you know, waiting to see. How can he perform at a really high level? And I don't it wasn't an NBA, but we know how the NBA is the regular season. We're talking about at this stage where mm-hmm. like one player can literally shut down an entire team. Yeah, yeah. He is that type of player. We see it now. And hats off to Jason Kidd. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Has done an incredible job with the Dallas Mavericks. A lot of what you are going to see comes from especially second half after uh, all-star break. 
exactly from Crazy. what Luca has provided for this team. But we've had the discussions again uh, with with Jalen Brunson. Finney Smith has done incredible things mm-hmm. within that series as well against the Phoenix Suns, and these are going to be names that I think are going to get lesser credit, and it's going to be swept under the rug just a little bit going up against the Golden State Warriors because I think, for the most part, Golden State is going to have a lot more of the uh, notable names, more household names. Well, they got the story, I guess. too, right now. You exactly. Know? Think, On I top of that. Dallas' situation is more, like, straightforward, you know? Like, it, there's not this uh, storyline kind of building up behind them uh, outside of Lil Wayne. So <laughs> the little Wayne shit just threw me off so far. <laughs> the little Wayne shit just threw me off so fucking crazy. But it ends up involving more stories in between some of the mess that is going on in Phoenix. Yes, mm. it should be considered a mess that the Phoenix Suns have went out the way that they have. A mm. lot of this has been lasered in and focused in on Chris Paul. I think there's going to be a whole lot more eyes on what's going on with DeAndre Ayton and the coach of the year in Monty Williams. And what had happened with that, Monty did not sound too happy. Aiton did not really seem too happy. It seems like that uh, uh, relationship between himself and the Phoenix Suns is going to be something that is, uh, I would like to assume that it's going to be fixed. What's the best way that I can put this? What's the best way that I can put this? Um, Man, I don't know, bro. I just, I I don't feel like that's like. Not fixed forcefully. I know but, what you mean. Um, I know what you mean, but I just fixed feel like with purpose. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, hey, we're all we're all thinking about the same things here. Like, you yeah. know, like we we're all, we're both. You're trying not to win. on board. Maybe we're not on board because yeah. you're not on board. Let's move forward amicably, and right. that is going to be something that's also going to happen. But today was not too much about Dallas defeating a huge favored team in the Western Conference for the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. It ends up being what was about. It about? What, was it about? what has messed up for Phoenix? What has happened with Chris Paul? Mm-hmm. Why he did not provide what analysts and fans thought that he should provide to this series? And even though it's being tweeted out and about through a whole bunch of fans, there are athletes that mm. feel the same way. That's why I bring up Amen. not only everything that has happened with Patrick Beverly, but I'm going to bring up Patrick Beverly Have for that? a specific reason. Oh, I'm also going to bring up your man's. Hey, bro, I like it, man. Anthony Edwards was on this man's head. And I how like could it, you man. blame him if his opening thing was, y'all talked so much shit to me all year and said, make the playoffs. Yeah, and then and then we did it. I don't want to, hey, bro. And, hey, man, he just had the house watching the game, right? I mean. He's chilling. He's just chilling, bro. He could he could have his opinion on it. You know, I, I love it, man. I love it, especially, like, from a young player. That's probably, like, the most, like the, the most attractive thing about it is, like, yo, the fact that he's actually speaking on it on this level, just at the crib, being himself, that's dope. Because I think other players have been doing it, you know, throughout their series, like Ja, you know, and we let it rock. It is what it is. We could just tell, like, it's really a young nigga league right now. I feel like even some of the old heads, when they when they interact with it as well, they catch L's for it because it's just not it's not in their character. And there's been a lot more volatile quotes that have come from Memphis and their loss uh, to the Golden State we know, Warriors. We know. In we six, know. obviously, we had not seen Ja for those last couple of games. We don't even but, need to talk about it. Well, Delon Brooks have said, uh, "Hey, we're coming. Just so y'all know, y'all getting older. We know we're uh, we're we holding know. things down." I thought that was a fairly interesting quote from uh, Delon Brooks. There has been critique from Grizzlies fans on uh, his performance as well. 
Um, did not see too much from Desmond Bain. If I'm incorrect, I might just be forgetting a since, since the uh, since the trap since the um come my trap. You know, since that shit, he been he been gone. Yeah, it was pretty. It's it's uh, well. Following that quote, there was also Steph trying to flip the whoop that trick, and that ended oh, up God. being completely embarrassing yeah. for them. But they ended up cleaning it. But they ended up cleaning it up so much so that the slander got the jaw on Twitter. Talked about up in the pole, <laughs> up in the stick. Mm-hmm. Yada yada yada, young nigga shit. Yeah, probably yeah. not the best thing to probably not the best thing to talk about right now. Adam, as all Adam these indictments the are going down. Adam reading the tweets like, "What the hell is he talking about? Stick? What does he mean? What? What? I gotta work on my Adam, man. I, I yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta work on my Adam. I forgot. See, since we, since we, well, not excommunicated. I don't want to be that completely. That's uh, basically what it was. Direct. Nah, it wasn't excommunication. Come on. He loves us, nigga. Exile. He loves us. You know what's so crazy? I feel like the league is turning into everything like RSPN was like the first two seasons. Like it's fun. It's just fun right now, bro. Like I feel like we're watching it and maybe we're just getting older too. But you know, at the same time, I, I've never seen anything like this this season as far as like players in real time tweeting with us about real shit going on, whether it's the refs, whether it's an individual player who just made a crazy play. Or players giving their whole, you know, follow through on a game uh, like Dame did. You know, shit like this. It's, it's crazy. It's really a crazy experience. So, um, I mean, I'm sure it's good for, like, publicity for sure. But, man, one of these times, something going to pop off, man. And, yes, it's a circle of uh, – yes, the NBA is a very, very small circle of brothers that probably follow by private codes, personal codes – so on and so forth. But you had to know for a fact that Patrick <clears throat> Beverly, when it comes to his quotes and his and his takes, there's some there's some uh there's some history behind it, right? <laughs> yeah, of course, bro. Come on, man. Hey dog, I Pat, I really didn't think it was gonna go on this level. Whoever called him, I don't know. whoever called him, man, I mean it genius, bro. I don't know if it was Stephen A. I don't know who reached out. But it was pure gene. I mean, the producers got it right, bro. Bringing that man on that show to discuss this type of shit was just perfect because you already know you're gonna get you're gonna get something, and he pro- he might just got a job when he's done with the league, just like yeah, that. just you like get that. the you get it's the like Draymond effect, you know? Yeah, you get yeah. the Draymond, you get the JJ Redick uh, type yeah. of perspective. That's you no, know, no, uh, no. it's. It's it's phenomenal. It's great. It's filled with factual stuff. It's filled with small anecdotes that you might get from time to time throughout their 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 JJ, stories and I'm their sorry, careers. JJ. You play for Duke, bro. You gotta excuse my my anger sometimes, bro. But you are phenomenal at this. Now you apologize to Jay. Well, I think I, I just have to, bro. That's two apologies, to, yo. This I, I got. Think- hey, I got many more, bro. I'm telling you, bro. Like, hey, I'm telling you though. I can't deny it. That that JJ's he's just too good at that shit, bro. So I mean, you know, I I'm be hating because he played for Duke, but he's been great. So I got I gotta say it. I don't want nobody to run my old seasons back of me killing this nigga on air. You know, so I gotta say something. This case has got you feeling completely different. But the way that we <laughs> feel about how how Patrick Beverly discussed Chris Paul mm-hmm. yesterday in the Phoenix Suns, whether or not he views somebody as a star, whether or not the 2020 NBA championship deserves to have an asterisk, whether or not <clears throat> Phoenix has more than one star after yeah. Devin Booker. However, Patrick Beverly feels, I don't think that these are takes that 
were highly disrespectful enough no. to jump out the gym and be like, yo, you are disrespecting so many people right now. And I understand <clears throat> the notion as to why people would try to jump in and save Chris Paul. Right. I'm going to briefly read this from Cam. I'm hoping that it's okay to read. I'm, I'm just going to ask for forgiveness. I'm just going to ask for forgiveness as of right now. But of course, read it off. Cam, very much so plugged in with the RSPN alumni. And of course, you can catch him, Pierce, and Zion on Complex Sports on Spotify Live throughout the week as well. Just a quick plug before I read a little of this from Cam. It's not directly from a quote from an NBA player. And again, Cam, I'm sorry if I shouldn't read this. I'm just going to ask for forgiveness uh, afterward. Pat Bev was on good bullshit today. And a lot of players were not rocking with it. Niggas just not going to publicly come out and smoke him for it because it's certain shit you don't do. It's one thing to tweet some shit, but to go on multiple TV shows to slander another nigga in the league when you are a current player is crazy. Especially when you're a career seven points per game slandering an all-time great. It's overstated how much niggas around the league hate Chris Paul. They don't rock with his antics as a player, but he's got a high respect and approval rating amongst players behind closed doors because of things he has done for them uh, as the NBA PA president. And granted, I think that should gain Chris a lot of respect around the league. Does it save him from slanderous opportunities? I would 100% not think so. But clearly there's going to be two different sides of how NBA players feel about this because they're the ones that are very, very much so plugged in with Chris Paul and just don't want him slandered in general. And there's also the NBA athletes that just don't think that it should happen between athlete to athlete in general. But when it comes to that second portion of NBA athletes who feel that way, I thought we were well past that this season, at least. Cat was making jokes about Westbrook in November, December. Shaq looked you, me, the world in the (laughs) eye and said, I know what this nigga Ben Simmons is on. This is some bullshit. Looked us dead in the eye. There was no apology. No apology. He let that shit fly. The cat jokes that fly on throughout the year as well. Fans, athletes, Mm -hmm. we're here for the laughs. I mean, we we are. But I also feel like, let's let's look, Pat, Pat, Pat Bev pays, you know, he plays for my team. But, you know, I'm sure that shit is, is personal on a different level, too. We you know, know why like, he doesn't like Chris yeah, Paul. It would be the same up. thing as if they asked him about Russell Westbrook. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Yeah, it would have went about the same way probably. You know, like it, it, I just think like that happens to be his personality. Although I do understand like a player's code and, you know, not necessarily going out your way to talk about, a, a you know, another player um, while you're still playing alongside that player. But, you know, at the same time, it'd be really hard to police that and not police some of the other things that we've seen this season. Like you said, you know, we, we would have had to get on cat on a, on a different level. Cause I mean, some was, I mean, Westbrook is a legend. No, mm-hmm. you know, in some aspects, I mean, he's, re- he's a respectable player, I think, but yeah, I mean, you got a, a guy like cat who hasn't done much in the league doing it to him. And we, we let it rock. We let it rock. And when those things happen, you have the responses that we get from Matt Barnes and saying he thinks that that was clown shit. Mm-hmm. Doesn't think that it should have been done. Matt Barnes is no stranger to NBA arguments or NBA beef outside of the court or fighting. Yeah, we know what's up. Damian Lillard jumped in. Yeah. Said, what's the issue? What's the problem? And this is all going to be things that backpack down against Patrick Beverly. Um, And I don't think most of that 
portion is really necessary, and especially for those that are saying <laughs> this is going to affect them in the career. Nobody's going to want to. Nobody's going to. Uh, nobody's nah. going to want to play with him. I, I highly so. doubt that it gets to that level because there are literally fans that are asking, I mean, "Hey, please provide your defense to my team." Well, you guys didn't. I mean, you guys haven't liked Patrick Beverly, including me, sometimes for years now. Yeah, <laughs> let's be He's real the past. here. Yeah, like, let's, let's be real here. I don't think this situation, him talking about Chris Paul, is really going to like affect anything going forward because we already really weren't rocking with him i mean obviously i'm gonna support him because he plays for my he plays for my team but like yeah when he wasn't i mean obviously none of us was really fucking with pat bet for like a while now bro so i mean yeah this is like he he definitely went crazy like he definitely walked in there negatively you know like he had some shit on his mind for sure like it sounded personal and i'm sure it's personal on levels that we don't even know and that may be an issue in itself but Come on, man. Y'all, y'all already don't like him anyways. And he specifically so. said, yo, y'all did it to Ben, right? Give it to this dude hey, man. for not performing the hey, way bro. that he should. Y'all we, did we it to a... all these other names. You blasted Kyrie Irving hey, bro. all year. That's real we too. blasted Kyrie Irving for plenty portions we of had the a, year. We had an NBA legend tweeting, telling, telling uh, Ben to get in the game when he had to really get surgery, we found out after. And told him to man up. I told him to man Nobody up, said bro. sorry. And we didn't. We didn't hear nothing about it. That's but that's that. That's that fine line we're talking about. You know, it, it definitely has to be something where like, yo, we can't just be on. I, I understand. Look, the Pat Pat Bev shit might have rubbed uh, people wrong. That's one thing. But yo, we have to do this on a full level, like on a, on a on a you know a medium level for everybody. If that's how it's going to be. And he shot James Harden some bail when talking about the Miami Heat and the Philadelphia 76ers. I think the Joel Embiid quote that ended up coming out last week and uh, of him discussing Harden scoring and saying, well, uh, unfortunately, this is not the performance that you are going to get from James Harden. You're not going to get the, the almost back-to-back MVP type of performance that you were getting from James Harden in Houston. He is more of a playmaker right now. And I was able to have that conversation with uh, Ali. Shout out to OG Bobby Jindal. We played a little bit of Apex um, two, three weeks ago. I got to jump back on it hey. or I lose my touch. Um, he talked about, you know, the difference of how it is between James Harden and Houston. Now he is a Rockets fan and what is being provided to Philadelphia right now. And those things changed Throughout a few years, there are plenty of people that were beating him down. Well, James, uh, him being James Harden and saying, yo, it's great that you can do all this. It's not going to win you a championship. It's not yeah. going to get you into <laughs> championship contention. Even yeah. it came from the mouths of Kobe Bryant. Yeah. He said, yo, it's cool, hey. but it's not going to win you it's a title. When you get that type of critique, you start taking a look at that out of your playoff exits that you had through Houston. Tough playoff exits from Houston. And when yeah. you make your way over to Brooklyn... <clears throat> Start thinking like, okay, maybe there is some truth to that. Maybe I do need to change. Maybe I do need to provide more assist to people. Maybe I should start looking more towards making sure that people get involved before I look for my own 30 points. And in that game four against Philadelphia and Miami, you got the 30-point game that people were wishing for for a couple of months. That's when you immediately got all the turn back the clock stuff that looked a little bit silly after game five and game six happened because – there is a chance that James Harden is going to go back to making sure that he is facilitating because it helped him in games three and it helped him a decent amount in game four, even though he did have a great scoring performance in mm. game four as well. It changes in game five and game six and it's hard to run away from it because you just told him to turn back the fucking clock. Well, but that that's look, we could do a whole episode on James Harden and his career, uh, but 
I think when you want to look at it and try to boil down to it, if he has a game where he wakes up that day and he goes, you know, hey, I really need to be a teammate today. Not saying that he's not normally, but I mean on a on a passing scale or a playmaking scale. You know, I need to I need to be a playmaker. I need to pass the ball. I'll get my points, obviously, because they're going to see that I'm dishing it out, getting feeding everybody else, and I'll find my spots. That's mm-hmm. one thing. But if you're going to change your game, one game. And then, you know, the next game you go back to your old self trying to trying to turn the clock back because you're hearing what people are saying and it it doesn't work and you put your team in a hole. I think when we saw LeBron change his game, he changed his game like every game. Yeah. Okay. Like he made adjustments so that he can be the best player that he can be and support his team. Not, oh, let me let me do this this one game. Let me get eight, 12 assists. And then next game I'll go back off, you know, shooting how I need to shoot, whether I'm making it or missing. So I think he's going to have to make an adjustment for real. Like this, hey, this is the type of player that I need to be for now on. You know, not just because we're in a rut or we lost two straight or whatever. You know, like just don't just change the play because you see an issue at that moment. You got to look at it from like an overview. You know, look at yourself, bro. And it's an issue. Clearly. I mean, clearly it's an issue. And we'll see what happens with that in Philadelphia. I think 76ers fans are fairly down bad right now, even though they know for a fact that they're um, – MVP finalist was Mm -hmm. doing just about as much as he could to keep them into contention. I truly do not think that all of the talk of predetermining this series beforehand um, was useful in providing the Miami Heat the win against the Philadelphia 76ers that early because clearly, as you could see, Joel Embiid did a decent amount throughout games three and games four to at least tie up the series. And in games five and game six, he just got outplayed. We talked about, or I talked about it with Cyrus last week on how much I want for Bam Adebayo, how much I want from Adebayo. And I think for those that have also had the magnifying glass on that, you saw it as clear as day, changing the environment that Joel B provides in the paint, Games five and game six, they were different from what they were in Philadelphia. And that's Bam Adebayo's influence. That's a lot of the Miami Heat's defensive ability to try and shut down a whole lot of that stuff that was flying in games three and game four and make those adjustments to knock out the Philadelphia 76ers and be on their way to play tonight against the Boston Celtics Mm. for game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. It's going to be exciting. It is. It really is, is going man. to be is going to be a series that I'm very tapped into. I'm going to let a lot of my friends know right now. Shaq, Mike, <laughs> A plus as well. Donnie already said he's coming back. Yeah, I was going to say Donnie got to come back. Da- yeah, Donnie's. Gotta, he said no back. matter what happens, he's coming back on well, the he show. Said no matter what, huh? No matter what Ooh. happens, Donnie said he be is careful. going to come be to be back on the show and be able to discuss. Donnie. I do not know what is going to happen within this series. The only time that I actually made a numerical prediction mm-hmm. in this entire playoffs, I said was the Heat in five so you're not, against you're not the Philadelphia right 76ers. Now. You don't know. It ended up going six, so I'm not mad at an extra game. But I'm going to bed and letting things play out, yo. I hear you. I hear you. I don't want you to, you don't want you to curse yourself now. You know what I'm saying? We would love seven of this, though. Can I say it at least as a, as a fan on the side, even though I am Heat Nation going forward? Ah, well, I don't know. I mean, do we need a few more games? Do we need seven games? I don't know, man. Do we? <laughs> Does Boston want seven games after no, the seven I mean, games that they just dealt with? I doubt it. I doubt it. Y'all been chilling. 
Jimmy got a decent amount of rest, one, huh? but that's yeah. what happens. That's, that's what happens. You get a decent amount of rest. You get to kick back. You get to see who you are facing. I'm sure Eric Spoltra has plenty to discuss about Ime Udoka and his plans against Jason Tatum, his plans against Jalen Brown, against any other forms of injury. I don't think they've confirmed anything just yet with uh, with Robert Williams or Marcus Smart just yet. But then again, I think Kyle Lowry is listed as doubtful as of right now for game one. But from a Heat fan's perspective, probably want Kyle Lowry to make sure that he continues to get great amounts of rest after how games five and game six sure. went without Kyle. So we'll end up seeing what happens. Maybe you have the opportunity to have him on the floor the longer that this conference finals goes out. I don't think this is going to be a short one for either of the two, whether it is Miami, Boston, or whether it yeah, is Kyle Dallas. another ring, bro. And Golden State. Hey. Hey, bro. Hey, might man. Get another ring, bro. That's something to be said, bro. Just know there are plans to be at the arena. <laughs> I don't know what opportunity that I will have. I might be at the arena, like, just wearing, like, a jersey. You don't even know, like, why are you here type shit. I'm like, hey, man, I'm supporting the club, man. You're just going to wear Waldo it? Yeah, I'm just going to pull up, like, and just be in, like, a... So where I'm, are you going, Miami or Boston? I'm going to be in Miami, bro. I'm about to say, you going to take a Duncan jersey on. A Duncan jersey on. They're, you're going to stick out like a sword you, thumb. I know, right? Yeah. You're going to stick out like a sword hey, thumb. Man. Ain't that Jeff? Duncan. Duncan's a, uh, he, he's a, he's a Tottenham fan, you know, so... Oh, so that's this was why a, you. This read. was an easy. This was an easy choice, Heat Nation. This was an easy choice, Heat Nation. I'm happy to hey, join. Man. Hey man, my dog. <laughs> my dog's feeling all right, man. He's feeling all right. That's good. It's good heat, to hear, man. Heat six. Heat Sixer series. A lot of questions were around why there is a ninety million dollar player sitting on the bench. Hi, hey, bro. Things happen, man. Spo, bro. Let him. Let him coach, man. When you need it, let him coach. When you need it, he'll be mm. on. There Do you not go. doubt. I truly believe it too. Just lipo, lipo (laughs) has. I I hate to sound zen about this, but lipo has given me such less stress (laughs) in this NBA season. Just let it play out. Just let it play out, bro. Let it all work out. Spo may may be like, "Look, I am gonna need you. I don't want nobody to know I'm gonna need you." But when it's time, but you're ducked off. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Max Struess and Gabe Vincent are holding things down there's probably a good portion of people that are going to be watching these final fours and these conference final fours these conference finals right now and are asking themselves who are some of these players on the miami heat never heard of them god damn that's their fifth three of the night when the hell did that happen where does miami end up finding all these players that's what's coming up this week because of like where we are because it's the conference finals it happens Almost every <laughs> single year. And shout out to Max. Shout out to Max and Gabe holding things the fuck down as starters. They try to say Tyler Hero is not a star, is not playing starter uh, uh, minutes because he comes off the bench. Ty and 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 the six man of the year is a little bit different because he's playing up against bench players. Tyler Hero plays starter minutes. Gabe Vincent, Max Schroes, if they need to be starters, they got it. You got people that were starters beforehand that are sitting on the bench and are going to be needed when they are needed. They got it. You're going to learn a whole lot about the Miami Heat, I would like to say, against the Boston Celtics. 
in this type of series. It makes me very excited about the Eastern Conference Finals. And you know what? Even though we brought it up a little bit earlier between the opposite and Dallas and Golden State and the names that people will normally hover and naturally hover more towards from a Golden State perspective compared to who is performing in Dallas, you might learn a lot more about Dallas in these Western Conference Finals. Everybody, yes, is waiting for Luka to have the moment where he is not necessarily christened, but I think a lot of the props and the praise that he got even coming over to this league in general, as a lot of international athletes are getting a whole lot of props and praise. Obviously, this is the fourth year that we have an MVP that comes from outside of the United States. There is a possible chance that if Luka turns a run like this going into his first conference finals into careful, something bro. nice going forward. Hey, you bro. might even see Luca get MVP. You, yeah, may, yeah. you never hey. know. You see, if you see Luca push through to take this team to the finals, bro, um, I mean, I don't think anybody should be surprised, but considering the circumstances, it would be, I'm sure, very dreamy for Mark Cuban and, and the Dallas Mavericks and their fans. So, uh, man, I, I don't know, dude. I, I'm really excited to watch these games. Um, I think these are like really, really like awesome matchups. Everyone should be very happy. I don't want to see no complaints. I don't want to see no Laker fans complain. I don't want to see no Bron fans. No, nah, I think that's. I think. I think that's. Let's I, just I, enjoy I, it. I honestly think that's done for, Let's or at least it, it should. At least it should be. I am one hundred percent talking myself into into um. <laughs> oh my god! Into revenge for two thousand eleven. It's what I, I want. That would it's be what crazy. I want. But do you want to do you want to deal with Luke in the finals? You don't know what he could, what he might really show up with. Yes. I do want to deal with Luka Doncic in the in the NBA Finals. Damn, bro. Hey, man. It doesn't matter to me. I'm I'm Heat tape. I need to see that Dallas uh, Heat tape. Oh, I need to see Angels that Dallas arena. jersey me in. in the FTX arena, not mm. the SEX. Bro, where you at, man? Text me. Holla at me, man. Spo, where I'm you trying at? To get, uh, he try, I'm, trying to get, I'm trying to get court size, man. After everything that you said about Udonis Haslam for the past few years, you think on, there's going to be court side for you? Me, me, me and Haslam, we squashed it, bro. We squashed it via DM. And what was in the DM? I can't tell you that. Why uh, cap? Why cap? If I, if, I, if I tell you that, it'll, it'll, it'll ruin the agreement. Does that make the sense? The agreement? We have an agreement, bro. We have an agreement, man. Shout out Haslam, man. Real Shout one. out Haslam. You see how Yo, this ends Heat up Nation. flipping? Heat Nation. See how this ends Pull up flipping? Up, you you got to sit. You got to sit. Love my team. Instead, you could be sitting in your beef and letting it simmer forever like Pat. See what you be doing? Look at that. Nah, three apolo- three apologies this week from Jeff. Hey, man, we can't let beef just simmer, man. You know, you got to take your time to figure out how you're going to apologize, and then, and then you let it pop off. I'm just going to be laughing at Buck. I'm just going to be laughing at Bucks fans all week. I, hey, you have every right to, bro. Y'all put your <laughs> foot in your fucking mouth. Every right, bro. Every right. We got don't even deserve same. any form of rant. They got the golden boy, so I know it's difficult, but they have no. We got to get them. We got to get them. Golden boy. Hey, real quick though, I, there was something else Pat said today earlier with JJ and them, and it was like, uh, I say JJ was he even talking to JJ? They were on. I think they were he on like on, a little, um, uh, not necessarily a carousel of joints, but I think nah, they were. Yeah, um, it was on a couple um, shows this week uh, or yesterday. Well, he he was talking about uh, JJ was talking about the, um, the the bubble final or the, you know the championship that year, the Lakers championship that year in the bubble and. The way JJ said it was, you know, they won an NBA championship, and Pat Bev interrupted him and was like, "Bubble championship, yeah." You know? And I and like I I wanted to pinpoint that because, you know, I gotta take responsibility for my for my player right now, dude. Y'all gotta stop this shit, bro. 
we got to we got to just come together and like, you know, if that's the case, we shouldn't even played. They it's wanted too, they wanted to play late. so bad. Everybody yep. wanted to play so fucking bad. Crazy, right? Right? It's so crazy. So if y'all wanted to play this shit so bad in the bubble, you can't ha- you can't not have your way and then call it a bubble championship. It's you all late. wanted to keep playing. So I just feel like that's like, I don't know. We to me that's backwards, bro. Like everybody wanted to do it. The loser of the finals in the 2020 postseason got all the slander, got it, all right? the heart, got all the heart. Hey, you could back out, correct? Weren't you allowed to like sign out? They almost did. After they almost did after George Floyd, they almost did. I'm just, I'm just saying, bro. All I'm saying is like, at that time, if players were uncomfortable with playing, I think they didn't have to play. Like that's why we had like replacement players and things of that nature. Well, nobody. I don't think any player would have guessed that the discourse surrounding the 2020 postseason would be. I it was fake. Ah, you ain't doing on, that man. in real life because it was bro, just the but... heat getting all of that. Until we saw what happened for the past two years of the, what happened for the Los Angeles Lakers since know, that moment have happened, and now all the slander is going to them. And now Lakers fans are trying to battle all of that using all of the things that they could have used two years ago when things were funny and they wanted to slander the heat. It, now they not, have to use fair. all of that. It's not fair. It's never been fair. I know it's never going to be fair. I'm, but the championship counts. Like if you if you ask the Lakers next to the Celtics, it still counts, bro. Still counts. Nothing changes. Nobody's taking. Nobody's taking those. Nobody's taking those rings away from the Los Angeles I know, Lakers. I know, nobody's but taking players, that moment away. In game players, like players who are still playing right now, for them to even like discredit the bubble now after playing in it. Yeah, like you were actually contending to win it too. So if you would have won it, would you, what, what would you call it yourself? Would you call it a bubble championship yourself? Would you put an asterisk next to your own name? In Patrick Beverly's case, come on, bro. He'll probably raise up the Grammy like Kanye and say, "I guess we will well, never you know." You know exactly. We'll you never know. know. You never know. Now we have alternating days: Eastern Conference Finals tonight, Western Conference Finals tomorrow. We'll alternate that throughout the days. Game one tonight. I will say that. Half of my attention is going to be uh, towards game one of the conference finals. The other one is going to be at a Halsey show. So we will um, <laughs> we'll see how that. Yeah. Halsey's, what? Who are you going with? Halsey's in town. Yeah. Solo Dolo, man. What? I'm really here for the merch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really here for the merch. I might have low key only bought my ticket from. It was like, it's like $50. It let, was me, like $60. Let, me, let, me, let me know if she say nigga up there on stage. Let me know. She, I, I, mean, she can, I mean, she can say nigga, right? I know. I just I want to say. I'm, I'm, I'm about to say. I'm about to wait, say. wait. Am I trying to confirm with me? <laughs> uh, she can, I mean, she can't say nigga, right? That's right. I, I, I mean, right? I, I, I mean, yeah. If Faldi said nigga, on, on the party next door, right? Not, if Faldi said nigga, would you, would you have blinked? Hey, bro, they took J-Lo off the, off the radio for, for saying it, bro. You only Yodi one that made me wait all the time. Oh, I yeah, you blow my mind. Nigga, let him, let you blow my mind. Would you have oh, blinked? Okay, would okay. you have blinked? Nah, nah, nah. I would have been, like, <laughs> been like, who is it? I would have looked at the radio first. I'm like, who is it? And then as soon as I saw who it was, I'm like, Ozzy. I want to shrug it. Shrug you it shrugged off, it? Man. Shrug it off, bro. Just want to hear a couple Badlands records, man. Want to hear a couple Manic records. Pink yeah, Panthers is there, too. And oh, okay, um, okay. now I see why you went. That's fire. That's and fire. uh, Biaba Doobie, Biaba okay, Biaba Doobie. All right, well, hey, so you one record I like, it's called Care. Oh man, you know, bro, those are those are those are huh? Claro's kids, man, except for Halsey, hey, man. man. Hey, man, Pink Panther's gonna have it lit. I want to see, I want to see, I want to see how Halsey's fans and Halsey's fan base interacts with those Pink Panthers records. I would like to think that they would be jumping, right? I would think so, yeah. I'll yeah. be tuned in. I'll be tuned in from the corner. I will not be in the mosh pit. I will that's be. Uh, that's how, that was me at Claro. I was like, <laughs> no, 
sitting off in the I corner was, of Clear yeah, Rock. <laughs> I was like, I was like, uh, I was like by the bar area, just like really, just like admiring the the band, and then like you know, just enjoying it, bro. You like, were fanning, but you were taking it in. Oh, you I were... was definitely fanning out, bro. But if you looked at the demographic, I mean, I, I'm sure you could imagine what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> but it was at the Tabernacle, which like I've been there so many times throughout the years, just you know, growing up over here. So it was great. It was nice, but yeah, it was it was uh it was a special time for me, man. You know, real love. I might be the only nigga at the Halsey show tomorrow, but that's completely that's okay. okay, bro. Well, I'm no, here. Halsey will be there, so you won't. Oh be the only yeah, nigga. well yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean that's also. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's also true too. That is also true too. Just want to hear some Badlands records, Man Inc. records. Yeah. New record, new record's pretty nice too. New That's record, new record's got a nice little run. Enjoy that, man. I'm, but I'm I will probably have the heat myself, game. So. Yeah, I'll probably have the heat game on my on my phone. Wow. Or uh, well, at least for the first half. The good thing is, like this this arena that she's at tomorrow. So mm. the tour kicks off at West Palm. So okay, okay, very close. Can literally just get back home in a couple of minutes and tap right back into the heat That's game. What's up? Good for you, man. Tapping the game. I, I, I love, so I love solo, solo shows, solo movies, shit like that. I'm all in it. So enjoy that, bro. I just want my I just want my sixty dollar hoodie. I hate or, that, or, or however much it is. But it, please don't crack me over the head with a sixty dollar hoodie. No, nah, it probably would be a sixty sixty butt right there. White, <sighs> white girls gonna be at that show? You already know what they charging. Cause they're gonna buy anything. As long as it ain't eighty. If it ain't, uh, oh, if, nah, I get, if you see, if you see that, nah, nah, the Kanye, Kanye be hitting you with the one twenty. I be like, well, nigga, what? Yeah, he ain't never getting that from me. And he be selling out. He ain't getting me, bro. We can't be cracking niggas over the head with the with the one fifty to two hundred. Yeah, you can't even get a vinyl from weekend without paying four hundred. Eh? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and then you ain't that's gonna get it for thirteen dead. months. Yep. Gotta wait a year, just like the Frank Ocean joints. Nope. Oh God. One hundred percent not it. Don't even remind me. I don't even think I ever got my Frank Ocean shit. What? Yeah, almost so, for sure. I think I, I think I asked for a refund. So you copped and they so they, they didn't even send you a refund. And we got ties too, which upset me. Damn, you got you the plug too, and you did still a, didn't get upsetting. it. That's it might have been a, a Frank. Yeah, Frank might have seen the plug. <laughs> Frank might have seen the plug and be like, "Nigga, what the fuck?" Oh man, what's a good Frank? I don't, I don't know. I don't think I've ever done a Frank. Uh, we don't get to hear him like speak often. Yeah, usually it's on some type of huge, uh, huge amount of what is it, vocoder. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's something that we, we ain't been to in a while. This is this is fifty dot com or some shit. <laughs> this is just fifty. <laughs> oh man! Day, oh man. bro, bro! Oh my god, bro! I got I got to get this off, man. Um, you talking about Frank the Tank? Nah, nah. nah this is really this is really not related. Like I had to do like a quick trip uh, to Miami and back, right? Because huh? of an emergency. It was it's a long story. I don't want to get into it. Right? It was fine. But anyways, I get to the airport and I see uh, uh, Omari Hardwick walking up on my flight. Mm-hmm. And, and dude looked at me and I looked at him and I was like, damn, who was it? You know, nigga, I'm half asleep. I'm like, damn, who was that nigga? And all of a sudden, bro, like three, four girls come up trying to get selfies. I mean, mad early, bro. I'm like, damn, man, that's really what it's like. Can't wait. Yeah. He said there's only one. He's only, he said there's only room for one baddie on this on this flight. Like, it's like, can't wait. Can't, can't wait. wait. Can't wait, man. You're talking about can't wait. You know, man, trying to get on my flight, bro. My fuckers is on me. RSPN, oh my God. Where's Mark? He tagged you He tagged you up, though. He knew what it was. They want to nah, see ghosts. I said, what's up to him? I said, what's up to him? They knew you were ducked off last week. They probably just kept it yeah. low. Yeah, he was probably he was probably traveling the same reason I was. What? No comment. Emergencies in Miami? Emergencies in Miami. I don't even want. I, you know, I, 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 truthfully, truthfully, don't even want to know. Yeah, you don't. You don't. 
We'll talk about more conference finals next week here yeah. on RSPN between Jeff and I getting very, very close to the NBA finals. Till wow. then, you'll see plenty of us on Twitter yes. and uh, you'll see us next week. Yeah, yeah.